0: Hello, uh, welcome to our uh, first episode of Off the Table, the podcast where pretty much anything goes. And I'm with Sophia and Jethro, who I have chosen as guests for. Uh, both of you have some sort of background in philosophy, right? Or at least have read extensively when it comes to philosophy, right?
1: I, I think.
0: Yeah, anyway. Yeah, so let's get started. Do you think that you can live a fulfilled life? You know, like, purely online the way we are now, is it possible to be happy during this pandemic? Oh.
1: Yeah, you on a start. <laughs> yeah, that,
2: that's a very timely topic. I've, I've been thinking about what yeah. you were,
1: when you were floating
2: the idea, like, a few days, a few days ago, I was yeah. thinking how timely uh, this is, because we've been stuck indoors for, what, like, half a year? And mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's a challenge every day to pick yourself up, do something before going to bed again. Uh, and I guess yeah, definitely we happiness is as much as a decision as it is a feeling. Feeling. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, you know, it, w- we're we've been talking about SpongeBob as well and how.
0: Yeah, we have. We have.
2: Actually, Means happiness and just finding comfort in your day to day, regardless of the routine. I guess, yeah, the long and short of it is that we can still be happy, you know. Uh, I mean, not as happy as
0: normal circumstances.
2: We wanted to be, be, I mean, tragedy after tragedy. Like a few few hours ago, King T'Challa just passed. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: and we're in the middle of a pandemic that we've never seen before but so I don't know. regardless I, I choose to think that we can still be happy hopefully
0: it's a choice
1: yeah mm-hmm. it's a decision yeah.
0: what about you Sophia
1: I like Jethro's answer yeah it is it is a choice it's not just a feeling It reminds me of something that I read recently. It's this poem by Jack Gilbert called A Brief for the Defense. And there's a line from that poem that went, um, like we can do without pleasure but not without joy. And I think I've been thinking about that because right now it's so hard to be superficially happy in in the way that you post about how well your life is going despite this. I'm so grateful, you know, the little things are still here. And the the terrible thing about now is that even enjoying the small things, you know, you're so aware of your privilege that yeah. that feels like a transgression. That even when you're happy today because you're with your family, there's this demon on your shoulder that's saying, "Yeah, but what about the people who don't have families right now? You know, how are you right now?" is such a loaded question. But that's I think that poem, you know, it gives us license to still find joy, even if that doesn't feel like you can justify it with words you know it's just something that's felt and so i'm not sure about happiness because i don't know really what happiness is right now but i guess joy is something deeper you know it's just uh, okay kaya ko pa, i can still do it yeah, and yeah i'm willing to be vicious about looking for hope in places and not just for myself but uh this hope for everyone uh, if I'm gonna be hopeful, I hope to take everyone with me, kind of situation. So, right. It's like this whole thing has drawn me to a more collective perspective, and it's not just about my own self-care, but a more ecological self-care. Now, how is everyone else doing? Are my friends okay? You know, it's just this feeling of okay, kaya natin, but together and not just on my own. You yeah. feel? You get it?
0: Yeah, I do. But but the thing is, I think what you said earlier about the burden on your shoulder, you being happy. I think the thing is, is it's essential to remind yourself uh, you being miserable won't help anyone else's situation mm. diba? so mm. you've got to take whatever you can at this point Lalo na ngayon,
2: that's a really good point man uh, you know I've been stuck here in nueva sea for ever since the the lockdown started and I couldn't help but compare my situation to my peers you know uh, I have a relatively good situation you know uh, my savings is the highest right now that mm-hmm. ever in my two years of working and your will. I am safe uh, I'm safe uh, I'm with my family and I mean I'm not Jeff Bezos level of comfort <laughs> and success but but <laughs> You know, I have been very fortunate, and I guess to I want I wanted that sort of comfort and security to extend to my community. So back in back, I guess back in April or some some earlier month, I I tried reaching out with my friends. I started uh, talking to my friends back in elementary and high school and even some old friends in college that became uh, far from me as the years go by. And there are friends that I've extended some help to, um, whether, you know, emotionally or uh, I've tried lending some financial assistance to some friends too. So I guess right now we are in a privileged position to to do that. And it's very important to to see others and to help in any way we could. I have been saying this phrase that we're all we've got. It's a popular mantra in the black community is a very <laughs> it's a very strong line for me because who would help us other than us you know and I've been I've been giving that thought ever since I came back here so I don't want to virtue signal but I guess this is the natural extension of our comfort as and our privileges that we should help others in small ways we could we could you know Lend a few money to others, or maybe donate, or just be a friend to some people and just check them out. You, right. know, you have no idea how grand your actions can actually come out to. Would
0: right. Right. you say that this pandemic, I, mean, I guess you have, but this pandemic has made you generous overall like as a person.
2: Generous. Yeah. Um. I I like to think that I'm generous, and whether I'm Independent. near bankruptcy or yeah, in whether in richness or whatever, I, I like to think that that's one of my qualities because my dad is naturally generous and he taught me the the value of you know helping others, just being there as a friend and. As a member of your community. And I guess that's. I, I'd like to think, I'd like to believe that that's one of the values that I stand for.
0: Gotcha. What about you, Sophia? Like, how has this pandemic changed like, your habits of just like, generally interacting with other people?
1: So that's a good question. Yeah. Because I, I like to introspect before a change happens you know i can normally feel when i'm about to change <laughs> i like to detect when there's something going on in my head but the thing with this pandemic it was unprecedented on all fronts when i first heard about the coronavirus in this january maybe that was when the Ta'al volcano just erupted and so that was when the jokes of oh 2020 is terrible were starting right. Right? right so that's when it began and i didn't know when i when the lockdown came i was thinking. Oh, this is unbelievable. I can't imagine how I'm going to do this for one week. And here we are six months later. So there was no way to prepare for that personal impact. And I haven't really thought about how I've changed because I'm still in disbelief that this happened. So I don't want to see a change in my identity. You get that? Like, I don't want to acknowledge that this was such a big part of my life, but it has been in ways that um, I guess... It's made me more aware. I'll never be able to unsee what the pandemic has done. At night, I dream about going to cafes and it feels like astral projection to even imagine your school yeah. campus or yeah. seeing a friend again. Right. Suddenly, all the details are right. It's really Life
0: vivid. Life is a movie. <laughs>
1: yeah, everything was so cinematic before and now we're just backstage forever. Right.
0: For, you know, forever. You I don't. Get? I don't want to say forever.
1: <laughs> yeah, not know. forever. Not forever.
0: For, like, for a really not. long while. I don't know. I think mm. the best case scenario is this will subside next year. That's the best case scenario. So, but mm. the thing is, can you live a fulfilled life online, just purely online? Is it possible? No. That, no, no. Why not? Oh, Jethro, do you want
1: to say something about
2: this first? Oh, you, you go ahead.
1: Uh, okay, no, because online, that's not the real world, right? I, I don't mean this in a grumpy way, but it's it, it really is a representation.
2: Okay boomer. Was, okay, boomer. No, no, I don't okay, mean it in that way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean it in a way that. that, yeah, you can't hug someone online. And that's, that's, mm-hmm. that's all that matters to me.
2: It Nothing sucks. beats warm bodies, man.
1: Nothing beats, yeah.
2: Uh, So, I guess, you know, this is the best we've got. Uh, Conversations online, sharing random photos and memes, sharing random YouTube videos to friends, I guess. This is our relationship summarized in this year. Uh, Yeah, I mean, nothing beats hanging out
1: outside
2: on cafes with your friends. nothing beats that definitely. but we have to make use of what we have and it's kind of sad because everything all aspects of our lives have changed. you know Some people like literally everything from from sex to business meetings to I don't know watching sports, Everything yeah. is done online. <laughs> it's crazy, and Terrible. again with the with the notion that happiness is a decision. I, I like to think that even this level of use, we can still be happy. And uh, I mean, I want to see the faces of you two personally, but right. uh, maybe this will do. For now, <laughs> just the fact that we're not alone just to remember the fact that miles away our friends still exist uh, you know and doing well we're just we're together in weird separate mm-hmm. bubbles
1: did you guys notice that people have been friendlier online too
0: Oh no no <laughs> no! You haven't no I, no what no. I mean done? no,
1: uh, not in the not in the debate way. In more of the comment section way for personal circles. Because I noticed that people comment now with more emojis. Maybe that's just in my friend circle. But then I see that it seems like people who don't normally comment, like old friends who don't normally comment, will comment now or reply to your Instagram stories and stuff like that. I just noticed that it's something that didn't happen before.
0: That's interesting. Well, well, I, I don't mean to sound like a cynic here, but I don't know. I'm always suspicious of stuff like that. Like, is it just because you're bored? And like, is it going to stop once the pandemic? I actually born Bored and this-
1: lonely, but I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, same. I mean, I hope it continues like after the pandemic. Like, I hope we get the best of both online and offline interaction. But I don't know. What do you guys think life will be like the moment it's gone? Like, God knows when that will be. But do you think we'll just revert back to normal or things never will be the same again? Mm.
2: I guess there are aspects of life where we still have to bear this trauma. Probably. (laughs) There there will have a time where we got to carry this on our shoulders. You know, maybe we'll be more... Be more careful with our hygiene, maybe. We'll bring cutlery to restaurants. Who knows? Um, Mm. But I, I, I still crave for that nostalgia of normalcy. I still... I still want to hang out on cafes with friends. I still want to, you know, experience going back to the cinemas. That sort of stuff. Mm. I haven't been to concerts. Uh, And, yeah, that warm, the feeling of warm bodies around you is, nothing beats that. True. Sophia?
1: Well, after this whole thing lifts, I don't know, what do you mean by whole thing? thing lifts like the employment goes well, back to the no, way it used to be or no. th- physically the lockdown lifts
0: no, let's just say okay the vaccine everyone gets it and it happens to work fine as in
1: hmm.
0: you know uh, obviously the economy hasn't bounced back as normal yet but we're free to congregate the crowd go maskless like that's what I mean by it. it's over
1: Ah, <sighs> okay so leisure is available again so I think everyone will be more paranoid social distancing will still be a thing. It's not even a very conscious thing. It's just when I'm in the grocery these days, of course, I'm in my full gear. And then someone, there's a blind corner you have with the cart. And then there's a person who doesn't have a cart that brushes against you. And we both just jump with shock because we felt each other's, our shirts touched each other's shirt. You know that feeling? We're never going to undo, you can't undo this period where that's something that you've internalized so deeply that it's an instinct it's a reflex so I think people are still going to do that but then everyone will be happy so much happier I even felt it when I was at the pet the the, what do you call it the doctor for the animals vet
0: vet (laughs) vet
2: yeah when
1: I was at the vet all the pet owners were saying hello everyone this is my cat this is my dog and then everyone was just so happy to see other people It was so not normal for shy Filipinos, but it happened. I
2: I think I almost cried when I had my first McDonald's takeout. (laughs) I think I almost cried, definitely. That that sip of iced coffee, that chicken, never tasted better. Never (laughs) tasted better. I mean, I love my mom and her home-cooked meals, but sometimes you need that fast food poison.
0: Your,
1: yeah, you
0: need you need that poison. It, it, I don't know if it's just me, but it feels like fast food tastes healthier now. I don't know, maybe it's because I've cut down on the <laughs> No, <laughs> no. Well, That's not. So
1: the same. not for the body, but for the soul <laughs> no, maybe. Maybe. Soul.
0: Maybe. But yeah, any anyway, I mean, I, I think we've all pretty much concluded that, you know, the sooner this is over the better. You we cannot keep living like this. But again, you know, if the philosophy is happiness is a choice then how do you keep making sure that you, you make that choice every day? I mean, it's, we're not SpongeBob. What do you guys, I mean, I know you guys have had like a bunch of read, you guys read a lot. I mean, I'll mean, i
2: give you a philosoph- philosophical answer with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, Albert you, the French Algerian philosopher. Yes, sir. Uh, the essay, Myth of Sisyphus is the most legendary existential work probably ever. Because it just tells this guy, Sisyphus pushing a boulder on top of a mountain and just falling off and doing this over and over again. And Camus said that we must imagine Sisyphus happy, which means that we have to find happiness in the triviality of life, that our lives will be routine, whether pandemic or not. We will have that cycle of we have to clock in, clock out, have family or not, go to family reunions. We have that routine until we die. And the, the premise of existentialism, regardless of who, who among those Europeans you believe in, is that <laughs> life sucks. Life sucks as the premise of, of existentialism is just Camus chose to see the beauty in that madness. You know, there are plenty of things that makes life worth living like that smell of coffee in the morning or that breeze when you just walk past before you go to the market or seeing a kid smile at you or you know having sex or noodles there are plenty of things
1: <laughs> I that love that make,
2: there are plenty of things that make life worthwhile you just have to find it and yeah you you will have a lot of failures you will have a lot of heartbreaks you will have a lot of pandemic and some threat to your lives and maybe get cancer along the way but in between those moments there will come a time where you will be happy or at least come you hope you will be happy and we must find the things that make us happy. You know, whether emojis on comment sections, mm. whether, you know, finding out that Messi is finally leaving Barcelona or finding a good skincare routine, we must find that thing that will make us happy even for a few minutes or hours.
1: Yeah, I learned the word for that today. Those small things that make you happier. the small... The small things in general that you don't really mm-hmm. notice. Apparently, the word for it is the infra-ordinary.
2: infra mo-
1: Yeah, infra. Like, extraordinary moments, like milestones. But the infra are yeah. those in-betweens that all, were all that mattered in retrospect. I guess you should Full change
2: word. your podcast show title to infra-ordinary. That, that sounds better. Mm, <laughs> oh.
1: Interesting.
0: Title changes every episode, man. I have to decide on what. Every. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. That, that sounds better to me than off the table. Uh, maybe the next. Hey, season. man!
1: Don't insult his decision. I like off the table too. I, I'm like just
0: Did you know that wasn't even mine in the first place? The original title. <laughs> oh, was. It wasn't. It wasn't. It, it wasn't. The original. Shout title
1: out
2: to was. the. Shout out to the three friends who will watch this.
0: My boys. Hopefully, you're listening. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the original title was Everything Under the Sun. Because, you know, everything under the sun. I'm thinking... Are we
1: it, even under the sun these I, days, though?
0: Look, man, I have a balcony. I don't know about you. <laughs> <laughs> I can go out. <laughs> Flex. Flex, right? But yeah, because, you know, this is a heavy topic. So I'm thinking maybe the next podcast, I'll just talk about, like, skincare or something. Something light, you know, light heavy, <laughs> light heavy. Right? Yeah. Why not? Why not? But yeah, Sophia, where do you even learn that word, man? Where did you get that?
1: I was listening to a podcast uh, a while ago with one of my favorite people right now, Jenny Odell. She's a teacher at Stanford and she wrote this book called How to Do Nothing. And it's just resisting all the things that are trying to trap you right now. And just, you know, being a human being again while coexisting with these systems. So it's a a really good read. And I like her take on things because she designs her life according to... You know biospheres you know just just as a person now existing in the world harmoniously with things and i I really like that perspective as opposed to this super insular self-care that excludes others now basta you're self-caring yeah but i feel like um especially now a wider definition of self-care is warranted
0: so the the book is called how to do nothing
1: yeah how to do nothing by jenny o'dell
0: that's interesting she's half filipina okay uh, if you're watching this, <laughs> probably not. <but> oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it's Super interesting because I feel like in the pandemic, you're either either completely doing nothing or you're working from home. Now, I don't know if it's just me, but like working from home, uh, it's harder to get a work life balance. So, is that mm-hmm. something that the book covers or what?
1: It's not a self help book. It has its sure. own dimension of poetics. It's more of how to be, how, how to resist productivity and find your own definition for what a good day looks like, kind of thing. You know, instead of, because boomer books will be like, get off Instagram, delete Instagram, yeah. it's ruining your brain. But this yeah. one takes a more middle ground, gray standard perspective where, okay, let's be on Instagram, but let's listen to the rhythms of the ads we get.
0: Nice. What does
1: that mean about the algorithm? Let's look at the rhythm of who gets shown on our feeds. What does that mean? What does that tell me about how Instagram is designed? What does that tell me about the preferences of the people who arrange the algorithm for me and the companies who squeeze money out of my relentless scrolling? So kind of that.
0: And have you started practicing that like, in your daily life already? It seems like a lot, though, just for opening up Instagram. It's a lot to think about.
1: <sighs> I don't know. <laughs>
0: you haven't done it yet or what? Are you about to?
1: My phone has this; it has this setting called digital well-being, where you set the timer for every app in your phone, and once you reach that limit, the app just goes gray and it's flat; it's unpressable; it mm. won't open. And I think we've gotten to that point where those boundaries are needed. <laughs>
0: That's true. Jetro, do oh, you prefer no. <laughs> digital well-being? Oh, I
2: don't know, man. I mean, I haven't use a phone since April. What? So, yeah. So, live, my, phone, my phone died. Please
1: explain. So, yeah.
2: I mean, mm-hmm. I have a, I use the, I use the, I use the laptop, I use the TV. And, you know, sometimes when I use music, I borrow my mom's phone. So, mm-hmm. but that's about it. I mean, I haven't missed a beat. Uh, I'm fine, I guess. I have a digital uh, alarm clock, and uh, I guess I'm fine without a phone. I'm like a hermit.
0: N- not really, man. you still connected via your laptop, so.
2: Yeah, but you know, it's more or less. It's just a, took like, a few hours of screen time to.
0: Is it a significant reduction? You would say, because uh, for me, it's like oh, no, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, never <Definitely>. mind. <laughs> never mind, but. Yeah, I mean, especially now. I mean, what do you have to do other than go online in the middle of a pandemic? It's hard to for it's hard to remember it. That's not healthy. not the healthiest way to live. But again, what what choice do you have, right? I don't know. Is Stare
2: it, at the ceiling.
0: <laughs> what else would you do, right? I don't know. I'm just what there was a day the other week I was just like going around my room trying to see if there was stuff that I hadn't discovered yet. And after a while, it gets maddening.
2: Adventures.
0: I know, right? Adventures in your room. Exactly. I don't even Mm -hmm. know anymore. Like, I want to take a day off from work, vacation leave, but where would I even go, right? Discover a new corner. To your kitchen. To your balcony. uh, 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 Yeah, for that reminder. My balcony, maybe discover a new part of my balcony.
2: But yeah, man, I mean. What are we going to do with, with the moment this fire passes by, <laughs> what are we going to do? Let's go to Hanoi, man.
0: Sophia? What? Hanoi? G?
1: We were I mean, going to go in April. As a family, we were planning it.
2: In Hanoi? Is that
1: exact place, yes.
2: Ooh, I, I think uh, it's a line, Coincidence. Right? I don't it is. It never did happen.
1: <laughs>
0: No, I think the pandemic has made me. Uh, I'm, I'm so much more. I, I don't know. I'm only saying it now, but I'm so much more open to taking risks. It really mm. drove the point home. It's only one life, the
2: Yeah. Going back to Shadwick. Yeah. It's a, it's the latest. Oh. It's the latest reminder of our mortality. That's That's that, nice. I mean, the guy is at the peak of his career. Yep. He. He's literally doing blockbuster after blockbuster and then he died.
1: Kobe Bryant, just like that.
2: And and, I mean, Kobe at least had to... uh, He finished 20 great seasons, but... He's already a
1: legend.
2: It's also a painful reminder of our mortality. I mean, Pancho and I never failed to discuss how he survived almost everything and then just <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, some accidents happen. And it's but, crazy because the universe doesn't care about if you're a legend, if you're a schmuck, yeah. if you're a Hollywood actor.
1: But the, it- the inverse is also true. Seeing all these people um, losing lives, losing loved ones, the COVID It's also a devastating reminder of privilege. And that's something I can never shake Mm -hmm. off because how come I'm not dead? That that question, like, what are the parameters in which I get to claim this life? Is it my Mm -hmm. parents' status? Is it this? Is it that? Is it this? And it's just, it's also equally shocking in my mind that there are people who get to do what we're doing now, to sit at home and share, even have the luxury of thinking things with friends and not having to go extreme ends to sustain ourselves on a basic level i think that's also disturbing as mortality because it's like yin and yang you know some people are very dead but some people are very much alive too when that duality is like oh gosh
2: yeah and would, they have to roll with the punches with
1: yeah
2: a few more years to come you know it's going to get worse definitely you know the employment will surge you know prices will spike it's going crazy, so I
0: think, I, well, I was I wanted to bring this up earlier, but this pandemic is, has traumatized an entire. Well, it's not just our generation; it's you know our parents, and then you know our. Uh, I'm sure if, if we have kids, if there's still an earth by the time we have children, I'm sure it'll affect them as well. But I don't think we've ever had an event that has traumatized the entire race. This you know, it's to this extent. Like, you could say 9-11, but that's... Well, you could argue, well, that's really only America. What about the rest of the world? This is the first time that it's the whole wide world involved. <laughs> I mean, I guess the first time since World War Two or whatever. Mm-hmm. But what I'm hoping is, you know... I, I hope everyone comes out of this a little kinder to each other. And a little more... You know, value life a little more. Right?
1: The better normal.
0: Yeah. Okay. I that's the first time I heard that. It's always new normal, new normal.
1: Yeah, the better normal is it's the hopeful way.
2: <laughs> the hopeful way.
0: Yeah. Anyway, but okay. Uh we only have we've gotta wrap this up. Let,
2: let, let's okay. end let's end the the podcast with the list of our what's the term? Infra infraordinary. Infra-intra- infraordinary. ordinary just the things of list of things we are thankful for. For sure, you wanna go first. Sofia, <laughs> you wanna go first. Oh, me. Okay.
1: Um, I guess one of them is reading this quote. the The quote went something. I can't remember who said it, but the quote went something like, "Um, don't empower any conclusion that doesn't have hope attached to it." And so I think mm. about that a lot. Na, yes, it's valid to think things like uh, of thoughts of alarm and exhaustion, but also you know, remember, hope in the same breath and hope for everyone, not just yourself. So reading that and also, you know, just having coffee all the time and, you know, random days when you just wake up at 5 a.m. for no reason and you're just so happy to see that shade of light coming through your window and that's oh. that's everything, that's everything. Mm, mm. Then you go back to sleep and then wake up at 9.30, but then you're like, eh, at least I saw it.
0: Mm. And
1: sometimes seeing it, you know, matters so much more than remembering it detailedly like just seeing it I I often forget that because I'm the type of person I like to capture everything and enshrine everything have videos and pictures of everything right but then sometimes just seeing it is more than enough and I guess that's something I'm gonna hold on to you know
2: me I'm just thankful thankful for my family because this is the, the longest time in like five years that I've been with them uh I went to Manila for college in 2015 and went straight to work. And for this is the longest time that I've been here. And I guess this is one of the silver linings that I look to. Mm. And uh, hopefully that daybreak and our time with our family will give us that extraordinary thing that, Will make life a little better,
0: right? All right, so I'll go. Uh, for me, of course, it's also family, but you know, again, uh, for me, the pandemic's actually presented an opportunity to connect with my friends in a way that I never oh, have, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but also, lastly, but not the least, my balcony <laughs> standing on my balcony.
1: <laughs> well,
0: Actually, view kasi I you know I'm based in the heart of Manila. So imagine Mumadaming construction. It's not a very nice view. But at least there's sun. At least there's sun, but the pandemic has made me realize how valuable that is. I love the sunshine. Know. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
2: That's there's a, what? there's yeah. a common sky, right? It, what's that Pokemon code? That random meowt code that uh, we, we're too busy to look at our difference that we forget our similarities that we have shit. the same sky Whoa. we are being lit with the same with the same sun you know we fail to see our similarities uh, and yeah uh, hopefully we're off to better normal gotcha. fingers crossed
0: right anyway I, I think it's best to end with that poetic out quote so uh, I'll see you.
2: <laughs> Non-verbatim.
0: Non-verbatim. So I'll I'll see you again, guys. Ingat kayo always.
2: Hey, see you in the right. other call.
0: Other well, call. Y- next y- episode. <laughs>
1: Thanks, Catherine <laughs> and Pancho.
0: Bye. Stay safe. Bye.
1: Take care, all Thanks of you. Guys. All of you, and DAME. Sige, Bye. So,
0: bye. Bye.
2: Bye. bye.